Hey gorgeous, it's your girl Aviola from sacredbombshell.com and welcome to this video. Today's lesson, we are talking about are you holding you back? Hmm. <laughs> See, because a whole lot of us are living our lives where everything seems to be okay on the surface, but when you go beneath that surface, it's a hot mess, and we are the ones making it a hot mess. Give me an amen if that's you. Amen. <laughs> We're living our lives kind of like this hair situation I have going on. It's really, really cute from the front. I'm really feeling it. Really, really cute. But when you turn around just a little bit, it's a hot mess. <laughs> I got clips and all kinds of things holding this hair together and blending it together with mine and stuff like that. Um, because I knew in this video, you're only seeing this part of the picture. You're seeing me from the front. If I turned all the way around, you'd be like, whoa, where'd all of that come from? That is how we, many of us, have been living our lives. And we're going to stop that, clear out the gunk, so that we can fulfill our purposes and be who we were born to be. So basically, today, what we are talking about is self-sabotage. Can I get another amen? Amen. Self-sabotage. All right. Now, I'm going to share with you three brief stories about three different kinds of self-sabotage. Um, we're going to talk briefly about why we sabotage ourselves um, and then what we can do about it. So, all right. Three stories of self-sabotage. Three minutes. Go. So this morning, you know, every morning when I get up, the objective is first thing as soon as I wake up to work out. I know that if I don't do it first thing in the morning, I just get caught up in too many things. And so my a big my morning ritual is first thing when I wake up, the weather is warm enough, go outside and work out. Um, if the weather is not amenable to doing that, then working out with my kettlebells indoors. And again, it's just what I have to do um, as a part of, you know, not just because I want to look good, but as a part of my health for to control um, my fibroids because fibroids are a condition of estrogen dominance. When you work out, it raises your testosterone, particularly if you do something like kettlebells, weight-bearing workout. That helps to balance off um, and is a good treatment for the symptoms of fibroids. So it's really, really important that I wake up, wake up and work out because <laughs> otherwise, like I said, it's not going to happen. Uh, this morning, even knowing that, I kind of dallied around and I was like, well, let me check email. I'm waiting to get this important email about this speaking gig. And then, of course, is that something and well let me call them and figure it out let me make sure that the contracts are together let me make sure my people are and of course that brought us all the way to right this minute <laughs> when i worked out today self-sabotage because who pays for it me when i am you know in pain and dealing with you know the symptoms that come with the condition that i didn't work out to help to control today you know, of course, I'm letting myself off the hook. But when you let yourself off the hook day after day after day, you've now created a new and not so helpful habit. Another uh, self-sabotage situation. Um, and most of us are doing this unconsciously, right? Did I wake up saying, gee, I want to sabotage <laughs> Gee, <laughs> I want to sabotage myself? No, obviously not. Um, last year, I remember 
or the year before, I was speaking at Felicia Lee. She's awesome. She has an organization for women in New York City and Atlanta called LACES. It's an acronym for something. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Ladies something. I don't know. Something there's excellence in there and success. But anyway, I was the keynote at Felicia Lee's event. And afterward, I invited each woman um, not each woman in the audience, but women who had something to share that the other women could benefit from to come on up, share the stage with me, tell everyone what you are working on. Because for me, you know, I see being a spiritpreneur, that's the reason I say spiritpreneur instead of entrepreneur, as us helping to fulfill our purpose. And I feel like it's really, really important for women, for us as women to own um, our destiny in some way, shape or form. And so anyway, so this woman comes up, you know, beautiful black woman, you know, stands on the stage and shares that she has just launched a lingerie business. Everyone's like, yay, we're all so happy for her. And I'm like, tell them about your business and how they can support you and everything like that. And she's all excited about her business. And she gave such an amazing presentation that I said to her um, when she was finished, I was like, that was awesome. I actually am the love and sexual love and sexuality columnist for essence.com. I have an, a weekly intimacy intervention column and often I interview interesting people that I think would be great for my empowerment audience. I also have a spiritpreneur podcast and interview series. I would love to interview you. Let's get in touch. Here's my card. Here's my info. She she was so kind of taken aback and, and a little bit intimidated. She was like, you would interview me? I was like, yeah, I would love to feature you and share you and share your lingerie with the Essence audience, you know, which as many of you know, is the largest audience of black women in the world, you know, African-American women in the world. And, you know, she was a little bit taken aback, a little bit, you know, and, and she kept clarifying, and I was like, yes, you. Um, call me, contact me. You think I ever heard from her? Crickets. Haven't heard from her to this minute. And I hope that her business is flourishing um, and that she's out there and she's making it happen. But for her, as a Black woman, to encounter another Black woman that says, I have access to the biggest platform for black women, black American women in the world. Hey, I want to feature you. And you don't contact that person. Oh, self-sabotage. You're selling lingerie. I'm writing my love and silly. Why would you not get in contact with me? How many times could I possibly mention your lingerie in, in an advice response? Somebody's like, oh, you know, whatever problem I'm having, you know, feeling comfortable in my body. Oh, such and such as lingerie, put it on. I would love to be able to, you know, I love my La Perla and I also love Vicky's Secret, but I would love a, a small business, woman owned business to be able to big her and her stuff up. Didn't hear from her. All right, you know, she could have lost my card, but you know, I'm not that hard to find, <laughs> you know, Abiola, or just ask the people that organize the event that you're at. Who was the keynote speaker? I forgot her name. What's her info? She said, contact her. Self-sabotage. And I'm not saying it to be critical of this system. Well, yeah, I am. But critical of this behavior, because I've done it many times. 
too many than I that I care to mention. And if you're watching, girl, still get in touch. It's all right. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Another kind of self-sabotage uh, that is less common is purposeful self-sabotage. And I'm going to um, call on the energy of my beautiful maternal great-grandmother who is known as Ma. She's the one that was the midwife and woman's fertility healer. And I feel very much um, her energy in the work that my sister, Damali Abrams, does very much in the work that my cousin, uh, Nicola Marshall, you haven't heard of her yet, but you will. She's doing work around empowering women with lupus um, that my cousin Adana does, um, even with her face painting and her jewelry making and the work that I do. We are all great, 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 some of us and great, great, great others of us, granddaughters of this incredible woman who was very spirit led. People in my family are very spiritual. Um, and, you know, we are a family of dreamers where we see things and we can predict things and a lot of psychic energy and that kind of stuff. But let me tell you, Ma didn't want any of it, none of it. And so whatever spirit told her to do, she would try to do the opposite to purposely silence them. Like I know for a fact that when I'm eating cleanly, I have a clear, a more clear channel um, that I can hear things that I'm supposed to hear, know and feel things that I'm supposed to feel more cleanly, more, more clearly. That Ma, if spirit told her, for example, don't eat pork, she would go and eat some pork. If they told her don't eat shellfish, she would go and eat some self shellfish on purpose to block the voices, block the, the energy, block spirit, block whatever. Self-sabotage. All right, so what are the reasons why we sabotage ourselves? Like I said, Ma, her situation and blessings upon you. Thank you, Ma, for you know all you've done. But her situation is less common where somebody is knowingly sabotaging themselves. Usually it's an unconscious behavior that we then look back on and say, oh man, it's now whatever time and I haven't worked out. Oh man. Yeah. I never contacted that girl, Abiola at that thing, but you know, what can I do about it now? Oh man. That's usually the case. Some of the reasons we sabotage ourselves, we all know. What's the number one reason? Come on, tell me. Fear, right? All of the different faces of fear. We're going to talk about that in another video, another time. Um, and I'm actually creating a, a banging course around that. Um, the badass spiritpreneur warrior sisterhood um, info to follow soon. But, you know, fear, of course, main reason. Um, procrastination, which is another face of fear procrastination is the way that it shows up for most of us. You know, you haven't gotten the book finished or you haven't, you plan to um, post a video once a day and you're not doing it. You plan to start a new Facebook page for your business and you haven't done that. You plan to relaunch your site and you haven't done that. All of the different things that we do, procrastination, um, definitely self-sabotage, right? Um, all of the addictive behaviors, overeating, um, drinking, drugging, um, bad men and women, you know, negative energy, putting yourself where you shouldn't be, gambling, you know, porn, whatever you're into to excess, that of course, as you know, is self-sabotage. Um, let's see, other faces of self-sabotage may be something as simple as consistently not asking for help, thinking you can, you're the only person who can do it all your own, on your own. Been there? Done that? Yeah, got the receipts to prove it. No, you, you of course, asking for help is a, is a superpower. We need to learn how to do that. 
this is self-sabotage. All right. So why? Why do we do it, right? Why? Why? <laughs> uh, several different reasons. One of the reasons is that we feel unworthy. Like the woman at the event who said to me, you know, you would write about me? You know, yeah, I would write about you. What's the difference between you and who, you know, whoever started La Perla? You're one person with an idea that's how anything was created. Nobody is more superior than anyone else. And yet we feel intimidated. We feel inferior. We feel insignificant. We feel not enough. We feel not ready, right? All of those things, all of those faces of not good enough, self-esteem, <laughs> you know, based issues. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I've got stuff coming up to address that. Um, I'll get to as much as I can in this, but that that's a big one. Another another lesser discussed lesser discussed reason that we sabotage ourselves is a lot of us have soul contracts, you know, that were either ancestral soul contracts that are in your bloodline and in your bones. You can't underestimate that stuff you know, or soul and spiritual contracts that you have unconsciously made in your lifetime with the people in your life. For example, they say that a lot of women have the unconscious block of not wanting to make more money than their fathers. Or a lot of us are people pleasers. And so we feel like we don't want to make more money than our tribe, than our friends, than our family, because we want to fit in. We want people to love us. And so that's a real reason why people you know, particularly for us as women, we sabotage ourselves. So these are things we have to know so that we can address them and work on them. Um, let's see, another reason, failure is familiar, right? So if you are used to feeling, you know, particularly, you know, I know culturally that a lot of us, you know, from the cultures that I'm from, African-American, African-Caribbean, you know, black folk, <laughs> people of color, that there is a history, you know, a long history, a lot of it not under our control, um, but more recently is under our control, where there's a history where things didn't work out, you know? And so if you have that as a family mantra, I've, I've talked about that in other videos. Um, I think I talked about it in the video, Are You a Secret Hater? Watch that if you haven't. Um, that we have, you know, failure becomes a pattern and people become comfortable with it. And that's just real, you know, it becomes something that, you know, is part of our comfort zone. And so when we start to raise um, higher than what the success that we're comfortable with, we sabotage ourselves back down. Uh, there's a great book and I will do a whole separate video about it in the future because it's so important about having that upper limit problem. I, I actually write about this a lot extensively in the Sacred Bombshell Handbook of Self-Love. So if you don't have that book, get it. Um, but yeah, the ways that we hold ourselves back, the ceiling that we put on ourselves, not the ceiling that others put on our career or on our lives, but the ways that we have a ceiling on our own happiness and success. Okay, what else? So other reasons why we may hold ourselves back. Control freaks. <laughs> Hands up for the control freaks, right? A lot of us have feel, you know, more in control when we're able to sabotage ourselves. So doing something like contacting a writer who says, oh my God, I can feature you in the biggest magazine for your market, 
it's very out of control. You don't know, she doesn't know what I might do or what I might write. It's something that's new and it's unfamiliar out of her comfort zone. Um, and so let me see. These things are keeping us small. There's one that I'm, I feel like I'm leaving out. Oh, this is a biggie. We confuse chaos and confusion that comes from self-sabotage with excitement. And so I remember that I had this one boyfriend who, and I loved him, loved him, loved him, like cook food, loved him. But every time things were going really well, he would find a reason to pick a fight. He would find a reason for something to be wrong. He would find a reason to, to sabotage our happiness because that chaos to him felt like excitement. And also because he felt like he was unworthy of having a healthy, happy relationship. Um, but that chaos, a lot of us do that in our lives. We crazy make. We, this is the stuff that a lot of reality shows are made up of. We see that people crazy making because, you know, we, we then in our own lives also feel like, um, you know, when things are going well, that seems boring. Chaos is familiar. And that is just not what you want to do. Not what you want to be doing. Not what you deserve. You deserve calm, happy, clarity, excitement, true, pure excitement that comes from a place of um, healthy, happy, empowered happiness, not chaos. All right. So let's talk about why. Um, I just want to make sure I talked about, um, no, no, no. All of, I hit all of the why things. Ooh. Of course, a lot of these things sometimes are habits, right? Like this morning, me getting up and not going out to work out um, and getting distracted. I haven't yet cemented the habit of going to work out outside. Um, at one point, I had my kettlebell habit down, but now I'm trying to add this new component. And so it's still new. It's still not a habit. So some of the things that we can do once we realize that we have self-sabotage, and I need to wrap this up because this video is going on too long, but let me just give you a couple of them, um, how to heal it, how to overcome self-sabotage, identify it and identify why, right? Number one, why, what is the self-sabotaging behavior? Why are you doing it? Get clear. This is where journaling can help if you're a person that's into journaling. This is a place where um, coaching, counseling, therapy, uh, that sort of thing can help. Number two, this is big. Note your triggers. This is important, especially for those of us who are self-sabotage may come in the form of anger, flying off the handle, cussing somebody out, that kind of thing. What are the triggers? What leads you usually to that behavior? What usually happens beforehand so that you can see it amping up? Like, okay, whenever, you know, I don't know, he goes to that event without me, that triggers me into going off the rails whatever it is, be aware, know your triggers. Um, you know, find a, number three, find a positive replacement behavior. Okay, positive replacement behavior. So for me with the running, a positive replacement behavior in the morning might be either having a running partner that I know that I have to meet her at 6 a.m. and so I'm gonna do it. Or, you know, putting the, my shoes and my clothes and everything all together there. I know when I wake up, you know, I can do that and, you know, have less of a chance to get caught up in excuses. Create a positive replacement behavior. Number four, get help. You know, get an accountability partner, get an accountability coach like me. You know, that's what I do. I help people through soul care skills and strategy, be able to um, unearth self-sabotaging behaviors and create a new structure, a new relationship with themselves, with their business, you know. So 
get an accountability partner. Also, you may want to get um, a, somebody who, um, and I work as a spiritual and intuitive coach with those things as well, but someone who works purely on a spiritual level. So like Suyapa Jackson, a friend of mine, she works with purely moving energy. So whereas I work with moving the energy and also the mental and physical as well, she works purely with the energy. That may be what you need. Or Kathleen Booker, who works with breath work. She's my breathwork coach. I work with her. I had a breathwork session today, and I feel great about that, right? So um, that is something that you want to do. You don't need to go it alone. Number five, create, um, along with the replacement behavior, create a new habit. And so you might say, okay, I'm going to do this every day for 90 days um, in order to lock it in. Leave me a comment. Are you a self-sabotager? And what are you doing about it? Let me know some of the ways that you sabotage yourself, some of the ways that you hold yourself back, some of the things that you've tried that have worked and the things that have not worked. And then um, you want to definitely, I'm launching a new challenge. Um, I'll tell the video about it next week. It's going to be exciting. A free 14-day challenge. And you want to go to either, if you're not on my list already, go to ownyourbombshell.com, get your free self-worth kit, then you'll be on my list, then you'll find out about the challenge. Um, the website, it's so new, it's not even set up yet, but if you're watching this video, I feel like you need to know what's going on in advance. Um, and if if you're watching this video, um, this is being recorded on in September 2016. If you're watching it another year, um, still go to the sites and see what's up. Um, but unblockmyenergy.com is going to be where that challenge is going to be. But I'll put all the right links below, okay? Give me a thumbs up. If you are about not sabotaging yourself going forward, and I look forward to talking to you in the comments. Oh. <laughs> I just remember something else I want to tell you, but I'm going to have to tell you in another video. Dream bigger. Love yourself. Bye. <laughs>